Yeah! That was technically a, a keyboard intro that I converted into a guitar intro, which then I converted into an air guitar intro. You'll find out at the end of the you know the podcast. We'll get the podcast. Go to pod.link. Just type in Waiver Wired. You can get the podcast. I'm sure you all know what it is. In the comments on YouTube, see if you can guess what song that was. It's horrible. It's a horrible rendition. It was awful. What I do to start this show is amazing in that anyone is still listening after what is you know, a cat dying a violent and painful death before every podcast. That's how we start it. And yet somehow the miracle of fantasy football is that anyone listens after that. Like, I can't believe it. And it's not a miracle. It's just what was destined to happen, which is Roshan Johnson taking over as the bell cow in Chicago. It's not about injuries. It's not about coaches. It's not about systems. It's just about ball. Roshan can ball. He's a baller. Okay, what Dante Foreman can do is fine. He can pound it between the tackles. And certainly there's some plays where you could, you know, pass it to Khalil Herbert and a screen pass and he goes 50 yards. He has he's an explosive slasher. These guys are not bell cows. These guys are not proper workhorses in the league. Roshan does everything at a very high level. Pass block, pass catching. Between the tackles, outside the tackles, he can get to the edge. He can put his foot in the ground and get upfield. He can break through tackles. Remember, Roshan Johnson was the second best running back in college football per the advanced metrics. And in in some advanced metrics, the, the number one running back, most efficient running back in college football in 2022. And the only argument would be, oh, B. John Robinson's better who happened to be his teammate, which is why he was starved for touches, and he was my favorite value play, favorite second-round pick in Dynasty, favorite handcuff in the double-digit rounds. Like it, it was wide open for him to just seize this job outright in training camp. And then he was in the process of becoming the, the primary back, named the starter, and then that very week was concussed and it was a it was an awful concussion it cost him a month of productivity so now he's fully back from a severe concussion and all he's doing is catching every pass that comes his way you look up in the box score he's five for five he's four for four right i mean it, it was just a matter of time the guy's nine targets in the last two weeks and then they're like well I, actually if we give him the carries two he does more with those, and then the beauty is he's our best runner. He's our best receiver out of the backfield. When he's back there, the defense has no idea what's going on. They have no idea what we're going to do. When we put Dante Foreman back there, what do you think we're going to do? Well, we're going to run the ball. And in all of this, and Roshan gets the benefit of the Alfred Morris corollary with Justin Fields freezing linebackers on these option plays. It's such a beautiful thing. It's just a bummer that the Bears are going into a bye. I just, 
like this is bad timing. If you really needed to win, ugh, right? I'm still putting half my my fab dollars on Roshan Johnson. Even if I really need to win this week, I don't care. This is where I'm spending because I could ask you a question. I have a question for the audience. If you think there's a better option out there, now maybe, maybe you're desperate for wide receiver help and you're going to bid on Curtis Samuel instead. Okay. 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 Fine. That's fine. That's fine. If you need a flex or you need wide receiver and you want to bid more on Curtis Samuel because you have a must win matchup this week, permission granted, go get Curtis Samuel. But that's it. Right, that's it. And there's certainly no running back that you would want over Roshan Johnson. Every other running back that we're excited about is not the starter. It's not the primary back. And only one of the running backs we're going to talk about is even getting significant touches. It, it even has standalone value. It's Roshan and one other running back with standalone value, and then it's just a bunch of handcuffs. It's just a bunch of contingent value. And we'll get into it after this. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on bed openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. Bedopenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. Oh, producer Ross is in the chat. Producer Ross, I promised you I would be checking the chat. And breaking news, we have oh, we have some breaking. This is not good breaking news. This is breaking news in a bad way, but potentially relevant for the waiver wire. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Word association, Jonathan Taylor, thumb, Jonathan Taylor, thumb. That's not good. He's currently being evaluated for a thumb injury sustained. Not good, right? This is, I don't like this. I, I don't want injuries. This is not, this is not how it should happen. This is not the way it should work. The best way is when Roshan Johnson is just better. That's the best way that a player can seize an expanded role, and be the, the top waiver wire option. That's the best, right? A lot of people dropping Colts running backs with the return of Jonathan Taylor, and I'm looking it up right now, looking for the ownership, the rostered percentage of Zach Moss, and it is, it is well over 50%. Zach Moss has not been dropped and he, he might have been dropped. Zach Moss could have been dropped, might have been dropped, but now there's no chance. Now everyone's like, oh my God, I have Zach Moss. This is amazing, right? So, and it kills me. It kills me because I'm a big Jonathan Taylor fan. I am also not a Zach Moss fan. So in many ways, this is, uh, this is a real bummer. 
it, it's all the more reason to to be just racked with regret over this Evan Hall injury. I, I can't believe this Evan Hall injury just continues to haunt me. Look at what Zach Moss did. And now we see Jonathan Taylor maybe missing some time. What could have been for Evan Hall? Drafted Evan Hall in so many rookie drafts. He was available in the fourth round. A guy with you know upper percentile athleticism across the board. He's got Aaron Jones level size. Dominant producer in the Big Ten. Oh, oh, this is not good. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Jonathan Taylor in his hand. But I just, this is, Zach Moss, really? Really? Oh, God. Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson is another stash. Jeff Wilson is one of those guys that all the savvy guy, all the the sharpest minds, right? The Theo Gremingers at the FFPC and the NFFC, these high-stakes leagues. That's who they're targeting. That's who they want, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson getting a whole bunch of touches last week after being inactive the previous week. And Devon A-Chain sustaining a setback to his knee injury. And they say, oh, well, he's probably back next week. Oh, he's probably back the next week. Anytime a rookie suffers a setback to a major injury in the lower body, that is bad. And whoever it is, getting the touches behind Raheem Mostert is who you want on your roster. 11 carries for Jeff Wilson last week, plus three targets, 14 touches. He caught them all. 14 touches for Jeff Wilson last week. So he's flashing in the box score. So I don't think there's much of a difference between Jeff Wilson and Samaje Pirine and Elijah Mitchell and Michael Carter in terms of their value to your fantasy team. In fact, I would say Wilson, Mitchell, Carter, and Gainwell all have incredibly similar contingent value. It's just that when you're strategizing using game theory about how much I'm going to bid on this player, when the free agent auction runs in your league on Tuesday night, but ideally at, say, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday, you're going to have to put three times as much down on Jeff Wilson because he flashed in the box score. Even though Elijah Mitchell has more upside, Kenneth Gainwell has more upside, Rico Doddle has more upside. All those guys all have similar upside to Jeff Wilson, but he flashed in the box score. So if you want to get Jeff Wilson, you love Mike McDaniel, right? Oh, Mike McDaniel is such a genius. If you really want Jeff Wilson, you got to put down 15%, okay? But you're not going to start him. If you need running back help this week, there's really only one option because Roshan Johnson's on a bye. It's Samaj P. Ryan. He's the league's biggest satellite back in a good way. And they're looking at a potential shootout this week against Houston. And it's going to be at Houston. And the game total, and this is a high game total for this year, for 2023, 46 and a half. Houston's defense has been giving up plenty of points. Denver's defense has been even worse. And Denver is... is running their offense, their passing game, through Cortland Sutton and Samaje Pirine. So Samaje Pirine has a nice 10-point projection this week. With you know, He doesn't have a huge ceiling. like It's not a spike week play, but he's going to be in that 5 to 15 fantasy point zone. And if you need running back help, that's, that's your only option. So I would say 
if you must win this week and it's hanging in the balance and your RB2 spot or a flex spot must be filled, I would push your chips in on Samaj P. Ryan and Curtis Samuel. If you feel more comfortable, Roshan Johnson. I would just make sure I go get Roshan Johnson. I'm, I'm, I'm 50% of my budget on dedicated to Roshan Johnson unless I am desperate, desperate for points. Then I'm going to go up to, say, 25% of my budget on Samaj P. Ryan. Like the average team, probably 10% of your budget on Samaj P. Ryan, up to 25% if you really need like RB2 production. And then after that, it's just priority stashes. It's just priority stashes where Elijah Mitchell has the most brand equity. So you're going to need about 4 to 5% on Elijah Mitchell if you want to secure him if he became available. Michael Carter flashed in the box score, got a bunch of touches last week, though it was in garbage time, like four targets. Cardinals offense has potency. Carter is a better receiver than James Conner. That's a fact. So I like Michael Carter. But because he flashed in the box score, you're going to have to bid a, a few extra bucks to get Carter than, say, Gainwell or Rico Doddle. Rico Doddle and Gainwell didn't do anything in the box score. Well, with the exception of Gainwell. Gainwell did out-target Swift 3-1. to one. That's the number that I'm paying attention to, but he's still 27% rostered. Doddle, even lower rostered percentage. So, mm. Rico Doddle's rostered percentage. Get that. This is embarrassing. This is this is right there with the Michael Wilson rostered percentage. And yes, Michael Wilson got injured. So, yeah, anyone that didn't roster Michael Wilson was proven right because of the injury. But at the time, when he was showing that he was the alpha receiver in Arizona, Michael Wilson was still only 12% rostered because he was a rookie, he was a third rounder, didn't have a an impressive college resume, all the know-nothings in fantasy ignoring him. And this is what's happening now with Rico Doddle. He's only 12% rostered. And they're at home against Seattle. I mean, we're starting Tony Pollard. Absolutely. But there's enough there. There's going to be enough touches there, enough backfield touches to get Rico Doddle up to 10 fantasy points this week. I, I like him as a flex option when you're desperate. So I think for that reason, because they're playing Seattle at home, I would prefer Doddle over Carter, over Mitchell, over Gainwell. But you don't need to bid anything on Rico Doddle. If he's available at 12% rostered and he did nothing in the box score, you don't have to worry. You don't have to bid anything to get him. You can just put 1% and get him. So... On Patreon, patreon.com slash podfather, I post my fab guidance every week. And I post what you need to bid to get the guy, not necessarily my rankings. But then I also provide the rankings, like my preferred player this week, and then what you need to bid to get him. Other stashes include Tajay Spears, but that offense is so bad. What is the value of Tajay Spears, really? Leonard Fournette, he's going to get activated at some point unless something happened to him that I'm not aware of. Let me know in the chat. Did Leonard Fournette get hurt in practice? What's going on? Does anyone know what's happening? Where's Lenny? Where is he? I have him stashed in a lot of leagues, and he's just being dropped because everyone's just got Fournette stash fatigue, and I get it. So, uh, Great point in the chat by uh, Sanguista. We're, we're on. Hey, by the way, we're... We're live on Twitch. We're live on Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Check us out on Facebook Live. Check us out on Twitter. X. Check us out on YouTube. 
most of you, that's where you're tuning in to see us live. But we're also on Twitch. And Sanguista, he's a loyal, and he's like, hey, Twitch is represented. I love seeing Sanguista in the chat. He's like, hey, Twitch is here. The, the, guy, the one guy on Twitch that watches the show is here. And he just wants to remind everybody, and I think this is something that is important, Roshan Johnson's playoff schedule is delicious. Okay, so I, I thought that in my monologue, I get into all the reasons to love Roshan Johnson, and then I forgot to mention the Bears' schedule for the rest of the season, especially in the fantasy playoffs. It is delicious. It is delicious. Let's just go through it. Let's just go through it. When they come off their bye, week 14, Detroit at home, then it's at Cleveland. That's not great. If it was Cleveland at home, it would be better. Right? In fact, it would be great to flip those two home aways. If they could play at Detroit, then you're guaranteed garbage time. And then they could get Cleveland at home. That would be great. But then home against Arizona, home against Atlanta, three home games out of four in the fantasy playoffs. Oh, that's delicious. Oh, uh, literally, only at Cleveland is a matchup where you would consider benching Roshan Johnson. Oh, my God. This is why 50% push in the middle of the table. Go get Roshan Johnson. And I take a lot of pride in every week, even last week, every week in our five guidance, the fab guidance on Patreon, this show, every week we talk about Roshan Johnson. Every week. Told you so. Every week, there's a told. It was like last Jaden Reed, and then the week before, and the week before. There's always a told you so, and I believe Khalil Shakir could be a good told you so for next week. I am stashing Khalil Shakir. I'm not dropping him. I'm looking forward to others dropping him so I can get even more Khalil Shakir. So if I had to guess my told you so for next week, but there will be one. There always is one. It's going to be Khalil Shakir, and then. Eventually, one of these weeks, it's going to be Michael Wilson. Eventually, eventually, he's going to have one of these two touchdown games. Wilson's going to go six for eight, 110 yards and two touchdowns. Michael Wilson's going to do it. He's going to do it. Curtis Samuel was epic, but that was just the best possible game situation for a wide receiver to go up against Dallas down 30. Those kind of game situations don't come around very often. When they do, you want to stream your wide receiver against that team. However, this week, Washington hosts Miami. That's a 50-point total where Washington is a 10-point dog. Okay, So the rule for betting is I don't bet every week, but whenever I see a home dog getting 7.5 or more points, I always bet that. That's the system. Right. Washington is a smash. I'm going to be betting the Washington money line. Right. Because we know that Miami's strength aligns perfectly with Washington's weakness, the secondary. So we know, we know what's going to happen. We know this is a great week to play Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. We know it. It's not a, that's not a difficult start sit decision. You know what you're doing in DFS. You know where the ownership's going to be this week. No secret. But who are you running it back with in DFS? Think about that. Think about that. Who are people running it back with? That's typically the wide receiver you want to stream in your flex spot. It's just unfortunate. The bummer is that Curtis Samuel was so good last week. That's the big bummer. 
because I would have been advocating for we were advocating for him the entire first half of the season, streaming Curtis Samuel. We had one week where we said you got to stream Howell, Samuel, and Logan Thomas, and but that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't Miami at home. <laughs> like this is the dream scenario. This would have been the best value streaming wide receiver of the year had Curtis Samuel not spoiled it by going off last week. That was a tragedy. I looked up and I saw that Thanksgiving, and I was like, oh, thanks a lot, Curtis. Thanks a lot. He goes out and has 100 yards exactly, right? Couldn't you do 99? Like, you didn't have a touchdown, so you're not getting the attention of every fantasy gamer with a touchdown. If if he had just gone and, and dropped one of those passes, in fact, if he had just dropped... His longest pass. Let's say he dropped his longest pass. He had a pass of 30 yards, right? A 30-yard catch. Drops that pass. Suddenly, he's 8 for 12 for 70 yards, and we can all stream the shit out of him this week. But no, he caught the 30-yard pass. He put up exactly 100 yards. He was the receiving leader. Everyone's looking ahead, and they're seeing Miami, and they're going to be streaming him. It's That's just... Oh, that's heartbreaking. It really was a heartbreaking heart. Oh, I'm, I'm still shook by this. He spoiled it. That, that was, could have been under the radar, Curtis. 28% rostered. Oh, man. Oh, heartbreaking. We're not going to get him, guys. We're not going to get him. We're not going to, based on our system, we don't put more than 5% down on wide receivers. I would this week. This week, we have, we've had one exception earlier this year. If you need a win and you need a flex in full PPR, you need a wide receiver three in full PPR, and Curtis Samuel is available, and you want to go all in on Curtis Samuel because it's you need a win to make the playoffs, do it. Do it. I give you permission. But, but we've been holding back at wide receiver all year so that you could keep your money, so you could build a war chest relative to your league mates so that you can go get Curtis Samuel now. That's the move. He's gonna get he's gonna get 15 fantasy points this week. And then after Curtis, it's like it's like with Roshan Johnson. After Curtis Samuel, there's nobody. Right? If you have to stream, there's another guy to stream though. That we do have another streaming option. Just like there's like the discount streamer at running back, Samaj P. Ryan. We have a discount wide receiver streamer. Guy had five targets last week, and all of his target competition is withering away. Jalen Guyton. Jalen Guyton is a downfield playmaker. Jalen Guyton is the prayer yards king. He can catch a long pass for a touchdown. Mike Williams, IR. Josh Palmer, out. Quinton Johnston's hurt. Why not Jalen Guyton? I know, yes, Keenan Allen's going to get a lot of targets, a ton of targets. But also, Bill Belichick's going to try to scheme to stop Keenan Allen, and they're going to let Jalen Guyton run free. So Jalen Guyton is is a great streaming option. Upside streamer this week. I mean, you could make the case that Guyton actually has more streaming upside than even Curtis Samuel. I mean, not really, because it's Miami, and there's a 50-point total, so that, that's not an argument you could actually make reasonably, but it's not crazy. If someone said, oh, I think Jalen Guyton has the most streaming upside this week of any wide receiver, like I wouldn't think that's the craziest thing to say, especially if it were in L.A., but it's not. It's in New England. The total's only 40 and a half. That's your second best wide receiver streamer. And then Demario Douglas. Like he's just the number one receiver 
they've changed the quarterback. Bailey Zappi could be the quarterback. We're not sure exactly who the quarterback's going to be. Has Bill Belichick named Bailey Zappi yet? Let's check. Let's let's look that up. Bailey Zappi, Week 13. Has he been named the starter? NewEnglandPatriots.com. Patriots.com. For better or worse, it's Zappi time. Paul Perillo believes it's time for Belichick to go with Zappi. That's not official, but that's what the writer for Patriots.com believes they should do. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We know that it doesn't get any worse. When you're the number one receiver and your ceiling is 10 fantasy points, oh, sorry, excuse me, 15 fantasy points, sorry, then any quarterback change is a good thing. So that's that's why I have renewed hope in Demario Douglas as a streamer now with Bailey Zappi. Still prefer Guyton. I'm staying the course with Khalil Shakir. If and when he gets dropped, soak him up. Michael Wilson, if he gets dropped, soak him up in deep leagues. Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims outproduced Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is a zero. Jerry Judy's done. He is dust. Goodbye. I'm going to talk to John Daigle today, later today on the Mind of Mansion show. I'm going to ask him what the hell happened to Jerry Judy. But Marvin Mims is, is picking up the slack. Marvin Mims, this is going to be a shootout against Houston. Deep streamer, Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims, sneaky deep, deep streamer. I may consider streaming Marvin Mims over even Demario Douglas. I think it's close. I think it's cl- I think Douglas gets because Jerry Judy is still on the field and running all these routes. It suppresses Marvin Mims upside, and I would go Demario Douglas as a streamer. But for the rest of the season, I think I'd, I'd rather have Mims. There's some, there's serious upside there if they finally decide. Hey, listen, hey Jerry, why don't you just why don't you just take the rest of the season off? Tutu Atwell. Is another great stash. Rams are scoring points. Matthew Stafford is dialed in. Even if he's the number three receiver, there's upside there. He has speed. So I like Tutu Atwell as a stash. I like Darnell Mooney. He has speed. Justin Fields gives that offense more upside. He's not getting the targets. They're going all to DJ Moore and Cole Komet. They're dominating the target share. But I like Darnell Mooney as a, a desperation streamer. And a guy to stash in deep leagues just in case because, there, like I said, there is splash play upside for an offense with a great schedule. So we talked about the schedule already. That's a reason why I'm actually actively stashing Darnell Mooney. Not just, you know, if DJ Moore misses time, then of course you'll want him. But this Bears offense can sustain three receivers, two wide receivers, and Cole Komet. And then the stashes beyond that are just like A.T. Perry is stashable, Zay Jones, Rashad Bateman, Dontavian Wicks, Trey Palmer. You're streaming Gardner Minshew again. Last His roster ship did not rise last week. It's going to be Gardner Minshew again. If Jonathan Taylor misses, then more reason to, to go ahead and stream Gardner Minshew. He's all that's left. For quarterback, that's all that's left. And then sneaky tight end streamer, Jawan Johnson, seven targets last week. Okay. Saints are playing the Lions at home. Lions in a dome shootout. Jawan Johnson is my tight end to play this week. It's only a 46 point total. I take the over there. That's an easy over for me. Okay. So I think there's two, there's two bets to make this week. Commander's money line because. It's just too easy. And 
Lions, Saints over. Juwan Johnson, baby. That's I mean, a lot of you need tight end help, right? I get it. Gerald Everett's out there. Gerald Everett, that, that, that game total is low. A lot less shootout potential. If you can't get Gerald Everett or if you're, you're wanting to shoot from maximum upside, that guy is Juwan Johnson. See if you can guess what song that was. It's horrible. It's a horrible rendition. It was awful. But what I do to start this show is amazing in that anyone is still listening after what is you know, a cat dying a violent and painful death before every podcast. That's how we start it. And yet somehow the miracle of fantasy football is that anyone listens after that? Like, I can't believe it. <laughs>